1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I'm Jacob Stoller from the Hockey News alongside George Nassios as always getting you set for eight NHL games taking place this Tuesday evening from a betting perspective looking at the odds looking at what you should do what you shouldn't George will give us picks you know the deal same old starting with the Dallas Stars heading to Madison Square Garden to face the New York Rangers George, will the Rangers be able to continue their momentum after their big comeback win at the NHL stadium series? A swattering clash here between two of the NHL's Titans. That sure is. (laughs) Um, You know what? I'm going to take
0: the road team here. I'm going to go against the Rangers. Rangers had a great comeback against the Islanders. Uh, 70,000 fans there at MetLife Stadium on the weekend was amazing to watch, but You know, they haven't played a lot of good teams lately. They've won five Mm -hmm. in a row, the Rangers, but they haven't played top-end teams. Um, Their last four games have been against teams all outside the playoff picture, including the Islanders, while the Stars' last two games have been against the Bruins and the Oilers. Did I say the Oilanders? Oilanders. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) That's a new team. The Stars' last two games have been against the desperate Bruins team, who was on a bit of a losing, losing skid and who's a top team in the NHL. And the Oilers, who are the best team in the league in the new year, in 2024. And they pushed both those teams to overtime in a shootout. So I think the Stars are going to be pretty upset that they didn't get the two points in each of those games, even though they might have deserved the two points. And I think they're going to get the W here. And they're paying very good odds, 2.05 to 1 on the money line. This is a Stars team that's got the third best road record in the entire NHL. So I like them to get back in the win column here. As we've mentioned several times on the show, this is a team that has very, very few holes in the lineup. And I think it's worth a bet here. I think it's kind of a coin toss and I'll take the roadside to get rid of this little, little losing streak. They're going for and upset a Rangers team that just hasn't been playing teams that are at the level that Dallas is at.
1: Yeah. You know, is it a coin flip though? I think I, I would think that the stars are real favorites because this is the kind of game that really caters their styles, as you said. They're not know. the betting favorites though. I know. Yeah, that that's interesting.
0: So you let you so show if you you'd think the stars were the favorites you you're more recent to bet them here.
1: No, absolutely, and it's funny. Like the Rangers, it always seems like to me, at least, and this is just, I don't have a stat to back this up, but the Rangers are always coming from behind, which is a great skill to have but they seem to be trailing early in games from the couple that i've watched recently and a team like dallas like that is hard to overcome
0: yeah you're not playing the habs or the islanders tonight right. they were down two nothing to the habs in this five game winning streak and they came back to win 7-4 and the islanders i don't know how how big the islanders i mean amazing comeback amazing three theatrics to watch on the weekend but i don't see that really happening against a stars team that they get a lead tonight they're really gonna clamp it down because. They had the lead, I believe, in both those games against both the Bruins and the Oilers, and I just don't see them losing three in a row here. And on top of that, kind of an odd stat, because usually teams have only – I mean, very often teams have only a day off between games. But the Rangers are very successful in those scenarios. They're basically 500 at 13, 10, and 3. So um, I like the Stars here. Like I said, again, Stars are a tremendous road team this year and just a very good team overall. So another reason – and.
1: With the odds
0: there, another reason to take them here.
1: Speaking of value odds, the fact that these two teams have near identical cup odds is astounding to me. The yeah, Stars have that. eleven to one cup odds according to BetMGM, and then the Rangers are listed at twelve to one. For me, like I'm, I'm taking that Dallas bet. I like it. I think if you if you're as high on Dallas as I am, like I think they're probably pound for pound the best team in the Central. I think that they're better than Winnipeg, even though, and not to discount what they're doing. I just think that the Stars like. They're so deep and they still have Jake Odinger. Like we're not talking about him enough. So I love that value pick. Are you into that? And are you buyer beware on the Rangers pick as well? I'm, I'm with you on the stars and I am buyer beware on the Rangers. Look, we're going to know a lot more. In a, we
0: know we're going to know a lot more in a few weeks when the trade deadline's coming on. But as you saw last year too, the Rangers added a couple big pieces at the deadline and, or before the deadline in Tarasenko and Patrick Kane, and they got bounced in the first round. So I like this Stars team a lot. I just think the thing that might not allow them to get totally over the hump is they don't have that top end tier talent that some teams in the West do, that the Colorados do, that the Edmonton's have. Um, I'm not sure, but like their depth, they're probably the deepest team in the whole league. Top forwards, defense, goal, yep. goal, attending, um, and we've seen the past couple of years, although. Vegas had Ico and Petrangelo and, uh, you know, the, the abs top end talent. You can't speak enough of McKinnon Ranton, and McCart. Those teams were very deep. Colorado doesn't have the same depth anymore as, unless they get reinforcements or unless they make additions. Um, mm-hmm. Edmonton, Edmonton's added piece in his, this is the most deep they've ever been, but they're not yeah. as deep as the stars either. Vegas has had injuries guys coming in and out. They've lost guys due to cap cap reasons. Um, so the stars are the deepest team. The only thing that worries about me is their top end talent. But if it comes to picking one or the other, I'm picking the stars over the Rangers all day.
1: Agreed. Next up, the New Jersey Devils are visiting the Washington Capitals, man, the Devils, like they're just a bit over 500 in the new year. We've talked about it a lot. It, it just, it's been a weird year for them. They've lost Jack Hughes for spurts. They haven't been able to overcome their bad goaltending. And then the caps, like, you know, they're a basement dwelling team, but, Ovi's pretty hot recently. So, uh, yeah. which is kind of nice to see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I actually like the over here goals. Um, yeah. Ovi had a six game goal, uh goal scoring streak thereafter. I think when he started the streak, he only had like eight goals on the whole season.
1: Yeah. So about he's he's eight, on an eight game point streak right now too. Yeah. So he's pretty hot. I like
0: the over here and actually the over underlying move, there was originally pegged at six goals and it moved up to six and a half goals. Showing you the public was very bullish on bearing betting them to go over on this game, and that's why the right. line moved. But I still like it over six and a half goals, paying one point nine one to one. the The caps have been a team the first half of the season, we're playing very low scoring games, but they've picked up the scoring of late. Um, they've gone over six goals in each of their last two contests. New Jersey's hit the over and over fifty percent fifty seven percent of the contest this year. They have a high scoring team, and they have a bad defensive team. So they tend to hit the over a lot. They've combined to score at least six goals, these two teams, in eight of their last nine head-to-head matchups. So putting everything all together and when looking at the goaltending on these teams, they're both in the bottom half of the league. The Caps are 18th in safe percentage. The Devils are 26th. I see a recipe here for them to go over six and a half goals. It did move because people were betting the line at six goals to go over. Now it's set at six and a half, but it pays 1.91 to 1, and I like that better. bet at GM.
1: Yeah, I like going for the the over here because with a win, like the Devils are this year's bait team where you always see a line that's kind of, ooh, like this could be an upset and they always seem to disappoint because the reality is like their goaltending is sinking them in stretches, even with Hughes, like that, that whole lineup, there's so much skill, but it's just, it's not working the way it was last year. So, it, so it's, I, yeah. We should mention, and
0: I know we've talked about it before, they're missing a couple, they got a couple huge holes on defense. Right. Oh, yeah. um, And they lost defensemen in the offseason. They lost Damon Severson. Um, And right now they have Segan. Yeah. was Ryan Ryan Graves with them last year, too. They lost lost a couple veteran, solid defensive defensemen, and they lost their, I mean, I'd probably say their top two defensemen
1: in Dougie
0: Hamilton for sure and maybe Jonas Siegenthal or so oh
1: for sure and now they've got Hughes and Nemec on the back end who are like Nemec is a stud man like he's he's amazing but these guys are kids like they're they're, yeah. they're really young yeah they're they're jumping in they're jumping into the ocean
0: like there's no dipping the toe in the water here which is tough at times no matter how good of a defensive prospect you're going to be you want to lean on some veterans in the blue line Randy Carlisle I always used to say takes 300 NHL games for a defenseman to be mentally aware of all the duties they gotta do defensively. Never mind the offensive skill and upside. And no matter how good Luke Hughes and Simon Nemich are, it's gonna take a while for them not to make mistakes. That's just a matter of fact, no matter how good of a blue liner you are, this is the NHL.
1: Absolutely. It's a big jump there. Next up, the Ottawa Senators are visiting the Florida Panthers, the Kachuk Bull. Last time these two teams played, there was over 150 penalty minutes. Um, the Kachucks uh, nearly came to blows. Their grandparents were in the crowd. They were appalled. I love when the Kachucks play one another. Me too, it's always man. an exciting game. Will this be a big-time scoring game? Do you like one of the other teams? What are you thinking?
0: Me too. I can't stand either of them, so let them pummel each other.
1: Exactly. But
0: I would love those guys if they were playing for my team. Those are the type of players the Kachuk Bros are. They're both awesome players. I like the Panthers a lot here. Panthers are just... They more and more people are falling in love on a te- in love with a team that's been kind of a sleeping giant in the first half of the year, dealing with some big injuries and Stanley Cup hangover to start the season, but they are they are firing on all cylinders right now. I like them on the puck line to win by minus 1.5 to so win by two goals or more against the Sens, paying 1.95 to 1. Sens playing the second half of a back to back right here. They scored a four-two win over the Tampa Bay Lightning yesterday. So full credit to them. But this is a different... The Panthers beat the Lightning 9-2 in their last game. So they're facing a much, much better team here. And the Sens, granted they got that win yesterday, they just haven't had success on the road this year. Only two teams have fewer road wins than the Sens this season. Florida's won eight of their last ten against Ottawa. Seven of those eight wins have come by two goals or more. They're the second best team in the league in the new year. Only Only Edmonton is better they a five-game winning streak, and each of those five games, they've won by two goals or more. They're outscoring their opponents twenty-six to six in their last five games. So they've won their last five games by an average score of five to one. I would count against the Ottawa team that's playing a back-to-back that struggles on the road. I would count on on Florida to have a big win tonight
1: the thing I love about when the Kachucks play each other is it's like in the NHL There's obviously, so there's still narratives, right? You know, when Crosby plays McKinnon, Matthews or McDavid, whatnot, but is there anything better than the Kachucks? Because when they play each other, they're always on. And I think it's a really good call. To look at them in the, you know, the prop bets tonight.
0: Absolutely. I agree with you. So, I mean, in line with how Florida has played Matthew Kachuk, as he did last year is picking it up in the second half of the season. He Big is time. on a tear. Yes. he has, He's got eight goals and 14 assists in his last 11 games. So he's averaging two points per game in his last 11. He's got assists in 10 of his last 11. He always seems to find a safe. I mean, Florida's got great goal scorers in Carter Verhage and Sam Reinhardt, who's second only to Austin Matthews in goals this year. Take Matthew Kachuk, again, I've been saying this for the last few shows we've had during Panthers game, to get over 0.5 assists. I like it. If he gets at least one assist, he's paying... 1.8 1.8 to one. So take that. When it comes to Brady, just take him to get a point over mm-hmm. 0.5 points. If he gets a single point, he's paying 1.72 to one. So those are the bets I like in the with the Canuck the Kachuk brothers. I didn't look at penalty minute props. I don't know if they you're were available,
1: kidding. but yeah, I didn't. You're
0: I, I didn't look if they were available. So. You might want to have some fun with that. If that's available, but usually, usually those bets aren't available.
1: They should open up Super Bowl-esque bets of like ridiculousness for when the Kachucks play, like uh, over under 1.5 pants. to The grandparents or Walt Kachuk yeah. will he be drinking a beer? I I think he'd be hilarious. How many hits?
0: Um, how many hits will Matthew have on Brady? On how Brady,
1: many- yeah, 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 I like that. Um, yeah. So you mentioned like the Panthers, like a sleeping giant this year. Yeah. They're tied for the shortest cup odds with the Oilers at nine to one at BetMGM. I don't really know if I love that value, to be honest with you.
0: I don't like the value, but man, if you had bet this team a month ago, their odds. Yeah, you're have, right. I I actually was shocked to see that when I looked this morning that they are tied for the shortest odds to win the Stanley Cup. That just shows. So to me, that's a bet to stay away from right now, just because um, the odds are too short. I think. Look, they're red hot right now. They'll go yeah, on the, a cold, cold. They'll go on a bit of a cold streak. There's too much sure. time left in the season and the odds will get longer. So even if you like them to win the Cup, now's not
1: the time to bet them, I'd say. No, I agree. And it's one of those things, too, where, as you said, they're on a heater to the best team in the East since January 1st, but they're going to come back down to Earth, and so will the betting odds. So maybe wait a bit if you're big on the Panthers. Exactly. Um, Next up, the New York Islanders are facing the Pittsburgh Penguins. Two teams kind of in a weird similar spot in the sense that they're both fighting for their playoff lives Islanders more so than the penguins both have had pretty much the same nucleus for a long time and frustration is mounting in each of these markets
0: yeah i mean this is a so i I stuck with the over under bed here because i don't know who to pick from between these two teams who have been kind of sorry and disappointing lately i mean the king the penguins on yarmir yager day had a one nothing lead and blew it in the third period to the kings who won 2-1 i mean win that game for yager you know what i mean um but uh they just they can't seem to get it done lately and the islanders really like no more excuses they just haven't got that bump from patrick wa in the coaching like it just hasn't worked out up to this point so i'm gonna bet the over here i know these teams are lower scoring i hit the under more often but the over under is set up is 5.5 goals and it's paying 1.8 to win at, at mgm so i'm definitely gonna advise you take the over here because that. The total, the betting over-under betting line is so low. Um, they scored at least six goal, six goals in seven of their last eight head-to-head contests. So 5.5 was the betting odds in their last eight games. They would have hit it at seven out of eight times. Um, Islanders, coming off that goal-fest blow, lost the Rangers. Um, they lost 6-5. So they allowed more goals on their own than what the total betting over-under betting line is here. And they've gone over 5.5 goals in three of their last four. and. If there's a player to watch tonight, a player that's trying to carry his team to the playoffs, it's Cindy Crosby.
1: Yep. Sid had- no longer the kid. He's he, Listen, he's doing everything he can. And he, even right now, if you watch a Penguins game, Sid is still, you know, of course, he's older. And, a, you know, Sid the kid and, and the phenom that he was, he's a different type of player. But he's still extremely effective. And I think that he's doing everything he can right now in terms of willing them to some sort of competit- competitiveness night in and night out.
0: Yeah, I mean he's getting he's getting a ton of goals this year. He's like yeah. scoring more than he's getting Crazy. assists. But I think tonight I expect him to get on the board with a helper somewhere. Um, he's got 132 career points against the Islanders in 82 games. Um, so pretty pretty impressive numbers. Over average is over a point and a half per game. I'm going to take him over in the assists market just to get one assist. Sid pays 1.78 to one tonight. So. Count on him to get at least one apple, whether it's on the power play or somewhere on his line or playing on, you know, centering the third and fourth line. Maybe he plays 30 minutes tonight. We'll see. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: All right, next up, the Minnesota Wild are visiting the Winnipeg Jets. This is becoming a bit of a rivalry here for a lot of reasons and very intriguing storylines here. Now, the Jets, they've obviously been atop the NHL standings all year, but they're kind of in a slump. Rick Bonus called them out big time after their game against Calgary. And in Minnesota, here's an interesting stat. Since Bill Guerin publicly gave a vote of confidence with this core, saying basically he still thought they had a chance. So on January 16th, the Wilds record is 8-3-1. and one. And as we saw when they had a 10-7 shootout uh, with the uh, Canucks, which was mental, um, Kaprizov and Eriksson Ek, those guys are firing all cylinders, and Honestly, the wild look pretty dangerous. It might be too little too late, but they're looking good. I don't know if it's too little too late too late. I just don't know. The wild find a way to
0: make the playoffs. They always do. Yeah. They've made the playoffs. I think in something like 10 of their last 11 seasons, man, I'm not counting this team out of the playoff picture. I wouldn't count them any out of any game. They were down five, two in the second period yesterday. They came back and went 10, seven. Like you said, hat tricks for Ericssonek. Caprizov, both with six-point nights. Matt Boldy has come alive like crazy as well. I mean, I think this kid's going to be a great player. Minnesota, I believe, signed them to a long-term extension in the offseason. Um, so I wouldn't count the Wild out as, at all. And like you said, really hot, that 8-3-1 and one in their last 12, 7-2-1 in their last 10. I believe Laurent Brossois is back in net for the Jets tonight because Connor Hellebuck started yesterday. So I like an upset here. I like mm-hmm. the Wild to ride the momentum. Both teams played yesterday. Um, short trip for Minnesota. Um, 2.3 to 1 are the odds for the, Isle, the Wild to win on the money line. And I really like the way this team is playing right now. They have the second best record in the NHL in, Fe- in the month of February, while the Jets are just 500 this month. So, um, you know, Rick Bonus can uh, hum and haw all he wants. He's got his backup in goal tonight. And Minnesota just. I mean, especially avoid that power play. How many power? I know they got like three five on three goals, but I don't know how many power play goals they got yesterday.
1: Uh, it was a lot. It was yeah. pretty uh it, it was it was a scoring parade.
0: So I like I like the wild to ride the momentum here as well. I think they're gonna seek, like you said, is a bit of a rivalry here, um, somewhat due to the proximity of these two cities. But Minnesota lost two very tight games to the Jets right before the new year. I think they're keeping that up here and with their good play of late. They're
1: going to get one back tonight. Brock Faber is honestly, he deserves an award for just continuously. Imp- like how is it that this guy keeps getting better and better as the year goes on? You know, we had him in the call discussion here just by virtue of the fact he was logging like the ninth most minutes of any defenseman was a true number. One was playing a shutdown yeah. role eloquently. And then now he's, he's got 13 points in his last 14 games. Like now yeah. he's scoring and he's really taking on a huge load, especially since Jared Spurgeon went out. And his Calderos are looking pretty good, and it's tough. Bedard's back and he looks like he hasn't skipped a beat. But Faber, man, I think it's some good value.
0: It is really good value. Uh, the the value has actually gotten better because Connor Bedard came back a couple of weeks early from his broken jaw. Since Connor Bedard has been back, the the Blackhawks have scored seven goals and Bedard has points on six of those seven goals
1: in three. You can games. make an argument for either of these guys. It's one of the you closest
0: can. we've you seen can. in a while. It's just scary now without Bedard's back and getting these points. And unfortunately, no matter how good defensively uh Brock Faber is, I think he's gonna have to get on the scoreboard somewhat. He didn't get a single point yesterday on any of those ten goals. Yeah. But um so that, you know, like maybe if you weren't watching the game, ten goals, you look at the score sheet, and you're like Faber probably got a couple of points here, but uh, he didn't manage to. So the odds are pretty good. They're five point two five to one. Look, I wasn't expecting like the the report was that Bedard was going to be out for two or three more weeks longer than he came back from. So I, that in that case, I thought Faber Wait, what are was he, a. What's very he going to miss ultimately, Bedard? Like fifteen games, sixteen? Might be even. Yeah, probably about fifteen games. So, and, but it's at this point, he's he's nearing. A point per game. So if he doesn't get injured again, I mean, he could become get close to the 70 point total. He does that over a point a game. And you know, the thing is, if Minnesota w- gets to the playoffs here, I mean, look, yeah, they have some studs up front,
1: but without Brock Faber, there's oh, no yeah. chance
0: this team would be in a playoff picture right now.
1: Yeah, for sure. I don't want to get too down the rabbit hole, but like Faber could very well be the most valuable rookie i know you can make the same argument for bedard but just what his body of work right now is honestly unbelievable so much so that it's you know if you look at the norris rankings top 10 or whatever favors right there like he yeah. is one of the best defensemen in the nhl this year and he may not win the calder but i you know i think i think if you are like me which is a brock favor optimist i think you may want to keep your eye on this one because i think even as bedard starts scoring a bit Faber's going to have a lot of people in his corner for this award, I think. Just the body work, what he's done, and how impressive it is. Right or wrong, I think the fact that Bedard did miss some games might hurt him. So keep your eye on it. I still think there's hope for Faber.
0: It'll be interesting. I think it'll be a close race, though. And the odds makers aren't pitting it as a close race. So I think it's worth a bet here. I mean, look, if... uh, Bedard gets a hat-trick next game, these odds will move to 7 or 8 to 1. But at 5.25, I mean, full disclosure, I bet this at shorter odds than 5.25 to 1. So it's a pretty good bet right now, in my estimation.
1: Absolutely. Next up, the team that was on the receiving end of Minnesota's 10 goals, the Vancouver Canucks, are heading to face the Colorado Avalanche tonight. Canucks are probably gonna be coming out firing in this one after what was you know it was a lot of power play goals but you know there was a problem where JT Miller he had a delay a game penalty at like the worst possible time they kind of shot themselves in the foot they left Casey Smith out to dry Demko's back in the pipes I think it's going to be a big time clash between two teams with a lot of star power
0: yeah two teams could be a Western Conference final preview here to the top teams in the West um I actually like the under here Okay. I I like the under 6.5 goals paying two to one. Um, I think, I don't know how much the Canucks are going to come out firing as much as, Hey, let's, let's play a game where like, we don't get in a six, five or ten seven shootout here. You know what I mean? Having said that people just look at that score and it's a bit blown out of proportion. They allowed three, five on three goals, which you don't see five on threes like crazy like that. They allowed two empty netters. So they allowed, and there might have been other power play goals they allowed too, but 3-5 three on threes, two empty netters, that's half the goals they allowed yesterday. As you mentioned, Casey DeSmith was in net for the entirety of the game yesterday. Uh, Thatcher Demko, Vesna candidate, back between the pipes tonight. So mm-hmm. I think that scoreline yesterday was a bit infl- inflated. Four of the last six meetings between these two teams have gone under 6.5 goals. And the avalanche, for all their offensive prowess, They've been stuttering a bit on offense in February. They're averaging just 2.71 goals scored per game. So I think these teams will have a really competitive game tonight, and I see it falling below 6.5 goals, the underpaying 2-1 to at BetMGM.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I, I think that, especially with the way the Avs are playing, they've had to edge out teams and lower-scoring games just because of how, you know, they're short on depth, frankly. That's just the reality with it. Yeah. They have to win out games and, and just... Who cares what the differential looks like? Just win at any cost. Um, Nate Mack is driving the bus there big time. Heart odds, though, are down to 2.6 to 1. Kind of, you know, not the, the sexiest value, but I'm telling you, man, even though Matthews is going to score 100 goals this year, even though McDavid's doing what he's doing to carry the Oilers into contention, I still think M- Nate Mack's going to win it. Right Smash or wrong? It. I, Smash it right now. 2.6 to
0: 1. I, he was yeah. at like 1.8 to 1 for about a month. He's that's at 2.6 I mean. to 1. He's still yeah. my favorite. People are saying yeah. he's slumping. He has two points in each of his last three games. The guy's got six points in his last three games. He was pointless in three before that. And he is he's the leader of this team that's had a lot of issues this year. And they're still, still near, near the top of the league. So yep. I think – and there's no – McDavid – McDavid is unbelievable, but McDavid this McDavid. There's no Mc player as much like McDavid in the league as there is Nathan McKinnon. And I think he's even probably more physical. I think McDavid's rounded out his game a lot
1: more this year. No, but, but Nathan McKinnon's a more power player.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, he's always been the bridesmaid, never the bride. I think he's been yeah. runner up twice. I think he's been in the finalists three times for the Hart Trophy. It's 2.6 to one right now. The abs are on a bit of a skid. He's, I guess, on a bet- bit of a skid by what the public's saying, but I would smash this bet right now because he's been I defeated agree. all year. One other thing to watch out for in the player prop market, he has points in every single home game this year. He has not wow. gone pointless in a single home game. Only Mario Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky have longer streaks in a single season of points wow. at home.
1: Look so at
0: the thing is with the McKinnon props, you're not getting them at 0.5 points. It's always at 1.5 points. That's why I stayed away from it. But – If you want to make a bet, this guy gets a point in every single home game. Um, But if you move it down to zero point five points, it's just not paying that much.
1: Absolutely. Stanley Cup odds on these two teams: the Avs are at nine point five to one, and the Canucks are twelve to one. Is it just me, or are the Avs a little too favored now? Like right around now? I don't know. Yeah,
0: they've been my team for a while. I don't know. I just don't know what's going to happen down oh, the middle no
1: beyond Nate Mack uh
0: Ryan Johansson just hasn't seemed to work out um yeah. so i love their defense i think they got to make some kind of move and they i mean we'll see they should be getting reinforcements who knows what's going to happen with Nitruшкин if he'll be back yeah. who knows what's going to happen with Landis Landeskog and what kind of player he comes back as um and I if believe. not who's who are they going to trade for are they, they uh yeah I don't know if they have enough to go through the war right now, especially in a highly competitive West yeah, and, uh,
1: I don't think quite so questionable
0: either. goaltending. It's just when you have, in my opinion, the second best forward in the world and the best defenseman in the world, man, you could, you still, and you have championship pedigree. You cannot write them off. Um, so I agree. it's, you know, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, nine and a half to one. All those teams, their t- odds aren't going to get much longer. They're not going to get, like, 14 yeah. to 1. If anything, they go on a heater, they might get shorter. I mean, I think this is the longest their odds have been all season. So, it's kind of kind of got to come to a matter of whether you believe they're one of the top two teams in the West or not. And if you do, do believe they're one of the top two teams in the West, I'd probably
1: bet them. I don't know if I'm just... I, I wouldn't say I'm convinced enough that I'm comfortable making that bet just because I, I think that there's other teams that are right there, maybe even better than them, so... That's where it's weird. I, I, listen, I think Colorado really would have benefited from Elias Lindholm. But instead, he went to Vancouver. and That would have I been a great pickup. Would have been a great pickup for them. Like, honestly, perfect Um, in a lot of ways. Now, he went to Vancouver. Their odds are at 12 to 1. I kind of like Vancouver as a long shot because I can't. I, I don't know if I can necessarily see it. But I think if you're a, a Canucks believer, they've got a, they're probably going to make another move, I think.
0: Yeah, they might. I just don't I don't see them winning the cup. Like I, yeah. I'd look at them even to win the Western Conference, maybe. I don't see them going from non-playoff team to Stanley to Cup champion. Cup. You're right. Year. That's a good point. That's, it's, it's a huge, huge leap, no matter how good they're playing. Look, they have very few holes. I can't like look at their lineup and be like, oh, they have this glaring hole. I don't even know if they have any holes, to be honest with you. I just can't see them going from non playoff team to Stanley yeah. Cup winner in a single season. So that's why. I'd stay away from them. You look at their roster; I, th- I think they're one of the best, probably top three teams in the league. But yeah. um, I just I don't see them point. winning at all.
1: Yeah, that, that's a pretty massive leap that you're expecting there, for sure. Um, next up, do I the see them? Team.
0: Do I see them beating a team like Colorado or Edmonton? And getting sure. to the second round, or even getting to the conference finals, sure. Do I see them going all the way and winning the cup? I just don't. Sorry. Yeah. yeah.
1: But you're right. Betting on them to win four rounds is a huge ask with this team. Yeah. But I will say the, the my intrigue is strictly in the sense that when they're on, like they're so fun to watch, and I think oh, yeah. that you know you could see the potential there. But
0: hey, even when they're off, like yesterday, they're so fun to watch. Yeah,
1: they, right? still score, they still score seven. Like it's nothing. Um, okay, let's get to some. Interesting action. Uh, Nashville is heading to play the Vegas Golden Knights. When mm-hmm. Barry Trots came in as GM, he infamously said, I don't want you to come to Nashville to retire here. I want you to come here to try to win. They bought out Matt Duchesne. It was kind of seemed as like a you know intertwined comment. They're trying to change the culture there. And Andrew Brunette in, is in the news recently for keeping his team away from going to U2 and the Sphere. Because, um, you know, I don't know, for whatever reason, um, Vegas wow. could have benefited from the Vegas flu there. I but, know what the uh, reason is, and I'm pretty sure you do too. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. There was a reason, <laughs> which is
0: they lost nine two to the Dallas Stars. They lost a couple mm-hmm. games in a row, and then they lost nine two. And it, I don't think it was so much the loss. I didn't see the game. It wasn't so much a loss that Trotz and Burnett were disgusted with the performance the players put on. Yeah, they said they like half the players weren't even like weren't even engaged in the game. So they're... Um, you know, it's gotten a lot of discussion over the last week. And even a lot of uh former players are saying, look, you don't mess around with the players' time at home. But when you do stuff on the road, that's a privilege. Um, you know, you're getting rewarded. And if you put in performances like that, maybe that reward isn't so deserving. So um they responded with a win. They got a game against Vegas tonight. By the way, here that sphere is incredible. So I think these guys are going to be ticked off because uh, they might go back to the sphere at another point. But, um, you know, let, let's see. They responded with one win, one win, and I think they'll respond again with another win tonight. Vegas is all over the place. Vegas will beat a team and then lose to a bad team. So I like the Preds on the money line here. Take the underdogs, like a few underdogs on this Tuesday night, take them at 2.2 to 1. Um, they beat the Blues in 5-2 in their last game after that demolition to the Stars. And um, Vegas, yeah, like, as I mentioned, in the new year, they're tied for 15th in the league and wins. So they're very, very average.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I will say this about the Preds. You know, they may have some issues that are longstanding and whatnot. But last year, when they basically sold at the deadline, that team rallied together for a legendary redemption tour and sticking it to the GM. You want to sell? Well, we're not going to go off easy. And I think that they'll respond big time to that because, man, imagine having tickets to go to U two the Sphere and then they're taken away. Like you're gonna you're gonna rebel a bit. You're gonna be mad, playing. Yeah,
0: and they're still in the playoff race too. Let's not like the, the no Preds totally. Aren't... Yeah, so um, they got something to play for in uh, Vegas. Like I say, I mean, they've had a lot of big injuries this year, and they still got Jack Eichel out and prop, I think a few others. But it's just the uh, at those odds, I'll, I'll take the Preds, a fired up Pred squad in Vegas.
1: What about Vegas, uh, their cup odds? I mean, I love beating? the odds. They're 15 to 1. I mean... And they're playing pretty well without Eichel. Like, Nicholas Waugh stepped up and has been, like, a top-line player ever since. Like, it's... Their depth is really impressing me in every way.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if i picked pick them as one of my two top teams in the West, but based on the 15 to 1 odds, yeah. I, I would definitely... I, I put some money on the, on the Golden Knights here. I think they're worth a $10 bet. You can pay to paid 150 I mean... They have almost, almost everybody. They lost some, a few guys, but they have almost everybody back from last year, all the key guys. So, um, I really like, uh, they lost Riley Smith, obviously, but, um, I like Vegas at those odds, 15 to one. I mean, yeah. we'll see if they'll add something to it at the deadline. I don't think they have much cap room, even with all this LTIR, but, uh, even if they don't add anybody, they still got a very, very deep and talented team and,
1: and experience. Aiden, Aiden Hill, While he doesn't have a long resume, he's
0: proven he can lead to a goaltender team to a cup. So,
1: Yeah, and he's had no, and he hasn't dropped off at all. He's been great. Um, Last game we'll get to. The Columbus Blue Jackets are visiting the Los Angeles Kings. Two teams that overall have been a mess over the last little bit. But the Blue Jackets are the biggest mess of the NHL this season. Babcock was hired and fired. Kekelein was just fired this past week or whatever. It has been a complete mess. They've got prospects going up and down like an elevator from Cleveland to Columbus. It is messy. The Kings, meanwhile, they're desperate to really turn around their mess because they are capable of doing that. They're still in the playoff race. What do you think happens tonight?
0: Yeah, I mean, Columbus' Whose mess is worse. <laughs> I, I Columbus' mess is way worse. Yeah. So this was uh, you didn't even mention the Patrick Linea saga going on with the tweet. Like, it's just. I don't so even
1: unnecessary stuff happening there. Yeah, I yeah, agree. it it is unbelievable. If Columbus,
0: can you imagine if that was Toronto or Montreal this Columbus oh is Columbus team this year? There would be there would be books. This would be a good Movement ESPN made. thirty for thirty doc. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because, like this team is just such a disaster. And look, they're going to get their wins here and there, but LA just lost their way at some point in the season. But they fired McClellan. And they've done a lot better under their new coach, save for a 7 nothing loss to Buffalo. But they've won three of four since the new coach thing. They've won some big games recently. They came back from one goal down to in the third period to beat the Penguins last game 2-1. They beat the Bruins in the game before that. I think he came yeah. from behind and beat them in overtime. So that was a great some, game. They're playing some good hockey here. I like them to smash the Blue jockets. Smash job yeah. tonight. Take the Kings to win minus 1.5 to win by two goals or more. They pay 1.95 to win. Kings have won four of their last five over Columbus. And this is kind of before Columbus became the whatever you want to call it, they are now. So, um, by the way, Columbus has only one win over a team in a playoff spot in the last month.
1: Yeah, that's brutal. And you know what? I'll put it this way, too. Looking at it on paper, the Kings, when they're at their best, I'm not saying they are right now, but just the Kings at their peak, they come at you in waves. They've got yeah. a lot of depth and I don't think Columbus can handle it. I don't the even think Columbus's th- top guys can can hold yeah. their jobs. Some right of now. their
0: top guys are out. Like Fantilli's out for them. I know he's a rookie, but he's one of their top guys. Um, so I just think you know, the only way that this isn't a smash job is if the Kings take them for granted. And hopefully with the words of their leaders like Drew Doughty, they don't take take teams for granted right now because they're not exactly amazingly yeah. comfortable in a playoff
1: spot. I mean, I would Blue think Jack- a guy like Doughty and Kopitar have that team on their toes. Like they not should be right place.
0: now. We're in the final third of the season. And Columbus, mm-hmm. seven of their last eight losses have come by two goals or more. So Oof. I really I really like the bet here. Pick the Kings on the on the puck line who win by two goals or more at BetMGM. They pay 1.95 to 1.
1: Good stuff, George. All right, well, that wraps up Thursday's episode uh, or Tuesday's episode, sorry. Oh, the gun there. that would be nice. Yeah, exactly. Of <laughs> uh, the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. Thank you very much for listening. Please bet responsibly and we'll see you guys next time.